Members of the OG Army, get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is June the 22nd. It is a Monday. And happy LaRusso Day to everyone out there. Mm, am I going to be embarrassed that I don't know what that is? Goddamn should be. Um, Jay, is this the day that the years, years ago okay, today, yep. <laughs> a young Daniel LaRusso divide all the odds and upset Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. Yeah, well, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Always good to see you guys there. Uh, how'd your day go, Ryan? Uh, it was a long fucking day. I've been up since, you know, 3.45. So had three hours cardio. Did some work. After work, did, you know, 10 sets of 10 of squats. So my legs are pretty much jello. And that's life. Yeah. Uh, but of course, uh, let's go back to the entire Karate Kid thing. Uh, you heard, you have heard, of course, the theory that uh, Daniel LaRusso is actually the bad guy in that film, right? Yeah, and that's bullshit. <laughs> well, I, the the truth is somewhere in the middle. He was uh, he was a, a punk kid who uh, instigated when he shouldn't have, but he had reasons because you know they they fucked with him first, so uh, it wouldn't win as nearly as bad if he just left the shit alone. But it's a movie, so there you go. <laughs> Uh, Daniel LaRusso is a fucking saint. <laughs> no saint would treat Elizabeth Shue the way he did. After all, what? how did the second movie start with her breaking up with him because he was an asshole? Or she was a cunt. <sighs> you take that back. Elizabeth Shue is a fucking national treasure. I'm with Homelander. She was a cunt. <sighs> oh. Homelander, of all people, should be supporting Elizabeth Shue. I mean, come on. That was his main squeeze on the TV show. You haven't seen the show yet. Uh, on the on the boys, uh, where he got the name of his character, Homelander, uh, he has a rela- Homelander has a relationship with the character played by Elizabeth Shue. No, of course I haven't. Of course. You do. You really should. It's a great show. Uh, even for people that are not into the superhero genre, it's it's really interesting and uh, well-made. Fair enough. Probably won't watch it. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> so what do you got today, Ryan? I ain't got shit, Jay. It's oh, been a long it. fucking day, and I've been super goddamn busy. So uh, how are you that's... doing? Are you dead yet? No, apparently not. Apparently I'm just fine. I went and got a COVID test today. I'll get the results in a day or two, but obviously I'm fine. I'm, I, you know, people uh, who have COVID don't just get better all of a sudden. So I, I, it's relatively certain what my issues are. Uh, I uh, called my doctor's office. He isn't in today. He's supposed to call me back first thing in the morning tomorrow. Um, and went to the dentist's office today to finally get that uh, crown put in. And that was an interesting process. Uh, it... Uh, <clears throat> It's been a long time, relatively speaking, since I've had major uh, dental uh, stuff going on, about 14 years, because I got all my dental work done in 2006. Uh, And there have been some pretty major advancements in dental technology since then, sir. Uh, Back when I had my veneers done, you know, uh, the process is, you know, they shave your teeth down, which is not fun. Uh, It's it's a correct shape where they can put veneers over them. And... But they don't just have the veneers there, so they have to take molds, and then they use those molds to make you temporary plastic teeth at the, uh, at the uh, right there at the dentist, and, and you have to be really super careful with them. And then you have to wait for a couple of weeks for the actual uh, veneers to come in, and then you know he fits them in the best they can because you know they're they're set. And so if he if they're not exactly right, well, there's not much he can do except for try to shave them down a little bit. But, but you can't do that because they're fucking porcelain, so you can't fuck with them too much. Obviously, uh, the crown that I had done today was completely different. Uh, he went in there, uh, used a, a drill to drill everything he needed, and there wasn't much tooth left. He said it's not going to be uh, the most uh, strong crown ever made. Uh, it turns out there's a steel rod in there that I was unaware of. Uh, as I mentioned before, the, before uh, having the um, 
teeth done in 2006. The last major dentistry I had was when I was a little kid. Uh, and I had never been to a dentist, so my back teeth were all fucked up and rotted. So basically, I had a couple root canals back there and some big giant fillings in my back back molars. Uh, and that's where the area that he's working on. And there wasn't much of the tooth left. It was basically just a steel rod and a little piece on one co- on one corner. So like a, a steel rod and like one quarter of a tooth. So he he did what he could. He, he used some shit to build it up. Uh, and then he put the crown on top of it. But interestingly enough, he did it all in one day. Um, first, he uh, took pictures and somehow used a computer to like computer graphic the uh, actual crown that they needed. Uh, the exact sa- shape and size and all that good stuff. And then he proceeded to make that. Uh, it took about a half hour for for uh, basically, I guess, the uh, equivalent of uh, a 3D printer uh, for the the crown that they were going to put on. Uh, so it, after it was, uh, so I hung out for a half hour after while I was getting made. Once it was done, he took it out, fitted it like he wanted to, uh, uh, did a little bit of shaving on the edges of it to make it fit how he wants, and said, "Yep, that's right." Now we just throw it in the oven for a half hour, and he cooked it for a half an hour to harden it up. Uh, then glued it in there, and I went on my merry way, and it's it's done. It's the permanent crown. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm assuming you probably don't have a lot of familiar uh, familiarity with major dental work. So trust me, that that's a pretty big improvement from the, the way it used to be. Fair enough. About three minutes into that, I started to get flashbacks of you describing how you shower. <laughs> Very well, as to, as it turns out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I'm sorry. I can be a bit over descriptive sometimes, but I felt like it was necessary as part of the story in that case. Um, and he has all kinds of crazy technology like that. He's shown, you know, he has he has cameras, to, you know, to take pictures that he can immediately show you. So he he you know, he showed me what it looked like after he had drilled it all that shit out, and then showed him showed me what it looked like the new crown on it. Uh, you know, he 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 has X-rays that he can take that he gets instantly. Uh, technology has advanced quite a bit in the dental field, and I'm pretty impressed by it. Uh, he's also much better at giving shots than he used to be. <laughs> uh, I didn't need any uh, shots for the actual tooth, obviously, since it had a root canal. But he said, you know, the day decay had went a little bit under the gums. So he was going to have to work in there. So he numbed up my gums pretty good. And he's way better at it than he was like 30-something years ago. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Fair enough. And and I figure you'd be better with shots. I mean, you are far more u- used to it after, you know, however many years it's been to, you know, things being stuck into you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, oh, you sit really well. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, I, it's, it's, this doesn't hurt. It's just, you know, unpleasant and uncomfortable. Uh, I'm used to unpleasant, uncomfortable, and pain at the same time as people fucking tattoo me. <laughs> so in the grand scale of things, you know, this isn't too bad at all. I'm listening to music in my earpiece and fucking, you know, just staring at a spot in the ceiling and just waiting for it to be over. Uh, there's way worse procedures to get done. <laughs> yeah, dental work is never fun. So yeah, I'd rather not even think about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't recommend it. And uh, apparently, uh, most of the work that he did back then is going to require attention at a certain point. So I'm like, oh great. So I, apparently, I have a couple more crowns in my future. Uh, I said, well, not my immediate future. I'm going to pay off this one before I fucking get the next one done. I go, so this might be a couple year process to get all this shit done, really, because I can't afford thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. As I mentioned, it's like nine hundred dollars for this one. So I imagine the rest of them will be about the same and it's going to take me most of a year to pay off this one. So apparently I'm going to be getting a crown a year for the next three or four years or whatever. It's okay. This is just karma for you getting all of that work done for free. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I guess I have to pay eventually. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just would have taken care of them. God damn. Uh, no, dude, I brushed the shit out of myself. The problem, the problem with the back of those is my back teeth is it's dental work. That's been there for fucking almost 40 years. Uh, so, and it was major dental work. So what's happening is, you know, uh, over the course of time, um, despite me taking care of it, stuff will get in there. Uh, like it's, for, for example, most of the reason I need the crowns is not like cavities. My teeth are cracked. Like there's cracks going down the, 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 uh, edges of my teeth, uh, basically just from wear and tear over the years and from having gigantic, uh, uh fillings and, and, uh, root canals in them over the years. Yeah. I, sure yeah that does not yeah. sound fun no no and i was like oh wow he, he goes yeah you, your back teeth are, are have a lot of damage to them i'm like oh have they rotted he goes no they have a lot of damage to them <laughs> he showed me all these fucking cracks and shit in my teeth he goes yeah eventually these are all gonna go he goes that's what happens if your one teeth with the tooth that we're working on eventually the cracks just broke away and shit and he goes and he goes the problem with those cracks is they'll let uh, they'll let decay get in he goes you can brush all you fucking want you can't brush the inside of your teeth so once you get cracks in your teeth, it starts letting bacteria in there and causing decay on the inside. 
that was one of the things, one of the things he showed me on the tooth that we worked on today. It was mostly hollow in the middle. Well, Jay, I know that you have to have really boring food for this whole IBS thing, but quit yeah. chewing gravel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened, but apparently, like I said, uh, they were it was done long, long ago. I guess it's not that unusual. Uh, just a just a bummer. Anyways, you know, I don't want to complain about my teeth all fucking day. Uh, relatively speaking, that's a, a minor problem. Uh, but who, you know who wants to complain? Uh, a fucking Mexican cartel leader. I read this today that uh, one of Mexico's most wanted cartel leaders threatened the government and his arch foes in a highly unusual video message, uh, including uh, several of them, including one where you see fighting back tears after his mom was detained over the weekend. <laughs> He said things like, I'm going to be a stone in your shoe. I'm going to blow up. You'll see. Uh, Yelp, which is the dude's name, is uh, wearing jeans and a, over, and a rifle slung over his shoulder, uh, said, they said in the video. Uh, apparently, his mom, his sister, and his girlfriend were all arrested with about a kilo of meth and $88,000 in pesos. Yeah, that sounds like Mexico. <laughs> Matt, it's such a fucking crazy place. I mean, it's... It's not a third world country, so I don't know why they have all these crazy problems. Um, they're, I mean, yeah, there's like every other country, they got its rich, rich spots and poor spots, but they don't, they don't strike me as like not having enough money to be able to handle their shit. Like that's what the problem is in a lot of these third world countries. There's just no government with enough money to handle their shit. So all this crazy rebel shit and, and cartels and stuff go on. Mexico doesn't seem like that. You think they would have enough military presence and police presence to clean up the cartel problems that they so obviously have. You know, it's the fact that number one, it's God's blind spot. And number two, there's not actual laws there that you can't get around with a $20 bill. So it's going to be that way for quite a while. Oh, so you're saying the issue is basically widespread corruption as opposed to an inability to stop all this shit. Oh, yeah. The, the cartels control everything there. And then God. the police forces themselves are all completely corrupt. Like I said, 20 bucks gets you out of anything. <laughs> That's just so nutty. I mean, I see it. It just surprises me that the Mexico as a population would put up with that shit. Because obviously that's not good for your uh, uh, your country. It's not good for the people of your country and, or any of that good shit. Um, I guess revolution's uh, kind of a hard thing to pull off, huh? Well, yeah, it's not going to be a revolution anyway. Like, it's just, it is what it is there. Like, that's just life in Mexico. Like, I've told the story of my buddy that was getting into a fight and threw a guy into a car that happened to be a cop car. And all we had to do, 20 bucks to each one of the cops. And hey, we were good to go for the night. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess the way I think is possibly not the way they think. So the outrage that I would expect from the population because of all the shit just might not be there. Uh, that being the case, obviously, it would be business as normal. Uh, but it just amazes me that there could be a mindset where that's just fine. Can you imagine that shit in the United States? That, that It would just, you know, you can't have a, a cartel oh, in the United States. The general population wouldn't put up with it. Yeah, but you're acting like you can't bribe cops in the U.S. too. Well, I, there might be an occasional one, but I don't really think that's a real thing they, where the average cop can be thrown a bribe. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's not like the normal thing, but like we have that same shit here. Like there are entire like precincts that are corrupt as shit. Now, how would that work? I, I mean, I assume it would be the, the, the police officer asking for a bribe because I can't imagine anyone being stupid enough to offer a bribe to a cop. Oh, yeah, they'll just, like, so these things happen. I, like, maybe they ask to see your wallet. And to take a look and say, you know, hey, I think I might be able to let you off on a warning, but your wallet might be a little lighter when I give it back to you. <laughs> God, I can't imagine. I, I've never done anything big, a big deal enough to even be worth bribing. So, uh, you know, like, I, I think the most expensive ticket I ever had was uh, fucking a hundred dollars or something for an obstructed vision ticket, which was fucking bullshit. By the way, the gay guy gave me a, a obstructed vision ticket because there's a crack in my windshield about an inch above the hood of the windshield. You know, like about an inch up. Uh, so le legitimately the only thing it blocked my vision of was my fucking hood. You could not look in any way, shape or any way angle to make it see anything but the hood while you were try looking through that crack. 
but he still gave me a ticket for that, plus a uh, ticket for five over because I was going 27 and a 30, and he rounded it up for me. It's okay. Like, it, there have been multiple, there have been multiple court cases that have reinforced the fact that cops can actually even pull you over for having an air freshener. Yeah. Why? Because it obstructs the view. Yep. Like, I have a radar detector and I have it tucked pretty down low on my uh, uh, windshield to the point where the bulge that comes up from the dashboard where the like inner infotainment center is pretty much covers it up you can i can't you know i can barely i can barely barely see it over that but i'm sure if a cop wanted to be a dick he'd give me a, a ticket for that despite the fact that the, the device is designed exactly for that they it's they sell fucking window mounts <laughs> yeah but well yeah I, it's up to the cop that's one of the reasons why uh for the longest time i stopped having tint on my windows because it's just one more reason for them to pull you over uh, and I now to be fair, the one time, the last time I got a ticket for anything, uh, I think I told you that story. Actually, no, I don't think I did. The The last time I got a ticket for anything was uh, uh, I was driving down the road one day, one day on a four lane highway that opened up to a fifth lane that was going to go uh, to a right hand turn lane. Uh, just before it opens up, uh, there's a light. So um, and. I've been driving behind the same person for about 10 minutes who was driving fucking stupid slow, but I couldn't get around her because of the traffic. Uh, so we pull up to the light, and immediately after that light is when it turns into a fifth light. So the light turns green, and as soon as I am able to, I rip around her you know, to get past her and to make the, go uh, make a right-hand turn lane. A cop sees that and pulls me over because he thinks I got too close to her while I was going into the other lane. Uh, there's no actual law for that, so... He, he gave me a, some other ticket, and to be fair, he said he could have given me a a uh, um, tint ticket as well, but he didn't. But for the life of me, I, I still don't understand how I got a ticket for something that's not against the law. So, it, it, it also an interesting thought. Have you ever, and, and I've seen this before, people that get arrested solely for resisting arrest? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that works. Like, how what does you that make me? sense? Like, are, am I being arrested for not letting you take me away for not breaking the law? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, like, I, is that I'm how always, that works? I'd be interested in like how the actual circumstances for that. Is it, is it, uh, is it legal for police to detain you without arresting you? Uh, I, I'm sure it depends on the actual like situation. Yeah, because that's the only way I could see uh, resisting arrest. Because if they had, need to detain you for something, you resist that. You get hit for resisting arrest, even though they weren't uh, actually intending to arrest you in the first place. Uh, but other, other than that, I, I can't think of any reason how, how that would actually logically make sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I know one time I did get detained for meeting the description of someone and you know, getting thrown in the back of a cop car, taken to a crime scene, and then. They figured out it wasn't me at all. Hmm. So that was a thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We, I got I got detained once for uh, being with someone that ran away from the cops. <laughs> me, me, and my buddy uh, Ulysses and uh, a guy named Clarence were all walking around at like one in the morning, just smoking pot, just walking because yeah, we were we were like fifteen or sixteen or seventeen, and we you know, basically walking around because we don't have any fucking place to go. <laughs> so and. You know, and they, uh, and as we were walking, a cop uh, just drove down the road past us. And as soon as he passed us, my buddy Ulysses said, fuck, and just booked, ran, ran, for, ran for it. Uh, I uh, I was like, why is he running? Clarence says, uh, I don't know, maybe the weed we have? I'm like, I look down, I'm like, oh, fuck, throw my bowl off into the grass. <laughs> and sure enough, the fucker turns around and comes back and basically detains me and Clarence and for like three hours while they drove around looking for Ulysses because they want to know why he ran away. Uh, now my friend Ulysses has a separate awesome tale about him hiding in backyards and underneath, uh, you know, boats and fucking in bushes for the next three hours while he, while he just tried to keep away from the cops. Uh, but that's not my story. My story is basically sitting in the back of a fucking cop car for three hours going while I, while I answered, I have no fucking clue why he ran over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And I, you, I don't know why this was like your good friend. Like this was the drug kingpin running from the cops guy. Well, he was. He sounds like kind of a piece of shit. 
No, he wasn't a drug kingpin guy. He had he, he ran because he had an eighth in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's hardly a drug kingpin. Uh, Later, when you were, you know, you had like seventy thousand plants in your house. Yeah, you yeah. had to build a fake wall. Yeah, yeah. So this is the same guy, right? Yeah, this is the same guy. Yes. Yeah, so he really does kind of sound like you know, kind of a piece of shit. No, you're starting to break. You're starting to get a little roboty on my side. No, that's not a piece of shit. That's fucking ingenuity. We're not hurting anybody. We're just trying to grow enough pot so that we can smoke pot. It's not our fault that the medical rules for Michigan were fucked up at the time. You know, they didn't make any sense. It was almost impossible for someone. The only the only way that you could uh, grow enough pot for yourself is if you had the ability to grow like really gigantic fucking big ass pot plants. And we were didn't have the ability to grow outside, so we had to grow inside. And that being the case, there was a limit to how tall they were. So that was the only method we could come up with to make, keep us supplied with weed. I mean, Jay, that's what that's what the law was intended, so that you grow enough to keep your, keep yourself in weed. It's not our fault that they did it fucking wrong. Jay, what the fuck is ingenuity? Ingenuity, you know, like a naked engine. What the fuck is that? <laughs> ingenuity. You know what it, you know what that is. I'm pretty sure that's a word. God damn you! I'm gonna let's see. No, ingenuity <laughs> is a word, but right. you're you're initially saying ingenuity. That is not That's what I said. Definitely you need not. to clear you definitely need to clear your ears out. I speak articulately almost every time. Odds are you just misheard me, sir. I'll clip this some bitch from YouTube and I will use it as a sample from here on out. And here on robot voice you are. Uh, besides this, we both know your YouTube th- your YouTube feed's gonna fail anyway. So don't don't threaten me with false threats. That shit's never gonna happen. It's failed <laughs> once ever. So uh yeah, I, I think we're good. All right, whatever. Stream hell, uh, excellent. <laughs> uh, shit, goddamn! You know that Mexico thing was the only thing I found to talk about today. I just, you know, had stuff going on. Uh, the COVID test was not fun, by the way. Uh, they it was a self test. They had you stick the thing up your nose yourself. So I was worried between thinking that I uh, wasn't going to stick it up my nose far enough, and also worrying that I was going to hit my fucking brain. <laughs> and uh, that was weird because we did it. I did it through the drive-through of a CVS, and I get there and there's like three or four people in line at me the CVS. So you pull up to their driving thing. They, you know, they're they're talking. They're behind the glass. They have like a um, bank style thing where the drawer opens up, and you know they open up the drawer and there's a bag with uh, basically this the uh, test uh, swab in a package, um, a test tube with some liquid wicked liquid in the bottom of it and some wet wipes and basically they have you lean back and do one both nostrils uh, for 15 seconds so you stick it in you swir- you swirl it back and forth three or four times and then you just let it sit there for 15 seconds uh pull it out then do the other uh nostril pull it out then you stick it in the test tube and the uh, swab has a uh, a break off point built into it so you break it off there and then you close up the test tube put it in the bag that they gave you then you pull forward slightly where they have like a box for it this is where the wet wipes come into play because you're supposed to wipe the top of the lid with the wet wipe and then use the wet wipe to lift it up and, and put the uh, test stuff back in, in the uh, box for them. And it was a you know pretty uh, interesting process. Uh, they were obviously trying to make sure uh, no one got infected because if you were coming to get tested, you, you thought at least there's a chance that you had it. So I was impressed at, you know, at the process. I mean, it's simple, but uh, effective, it seemed. Um, and the entire thing, I think I was there for 20 minutes, about 10 minutes in line, 10 or 15 minutes in line, waiting about five minutes to do the actual thing. Yeah, I don't know how they're getting away having you do like an actual medical test to yourself. It seems yeah, like a really yeah. fucked up, weird thing to do. Well, it's supposedly that it is a registered nurse in the uh, on the other side watching me do it. So, so I guess she's I guess knows how far it's supposed to go in, and if she sees it not going far enough, she says something. That's that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that something about that just screams out like that's not right. <laughs> like, what's next? You're gonna go in there like, yeah, go ahead and take your blood. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of the few things that I wouldn't be down with. Uh, obviously, I don't have a problem with now needles. Now check my own uh, prostate. That's not a problem. We can do that. <laughs> yeah, I've got no problem with needles and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, like when I when I get a shot, I don't like to watch it. I'm like, man, that's fine. You all you're, you're you're afraid of needles. I'm like, no, the pain doesn't really bother me. I just don't like watching the actual process. I don't think that's that that unusual either. I've heard other people say the same thing. 
Yeah, after getting after getting IVs after virtually every weight cut ever, just kind of resigned to the fact that yeah, that sort of thing really isn't that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in between my tattooing and my medical experiences, <coughs> needles are not a big deal. Uh, but like I said, it's just a process I don't want to watch. Oh, look at this. Um, I'm watching a video clip right now where apparently some motherfucker hit a, a motorcycle with his minivan, didn't stop and at all, and be, uh, ex- which is surprising because the fucking uh, motorcycle stuck to the grill of his fucking car. So he's driving 90 down the fucking freeway with a, with a, uh, a motorcycle stuck to his car, dragging those sparks flying and everything. It's quite the sight. Have you seen that? No, but it sounds extremely fucked up. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, seriously, you know, people who like the video clips are like, where's the motorcyclist? Holy fuck. Uh, apparently, uh, it turns out it was a, obviously a hit and run. Um, do, that do, sounds do, like do. a hit and run over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, and apparently, eventually, he stopped, got the thing off, and kept on running. So uh, they're still looking for this dude. And, and dude, and the fucking thing, it's not sideways, it's forward so like the entire back end of it's crushed and the front end of it's driving like a motorcycle like with the wheels still spinning on the ground you know it, it looks like a half-ass attempt to merge a motorcycle and a minivan yeah i yeah that i don't necessarily know <laughs> if i even want to watch that oh yeah well it, it's it's not they're like there's not a body flopping along with it or something like that so it's uh it's freaky looking but it's not like graphic or anything like that in lighter news, did you see the uh, San Antonio Police Union president that came out and uh, he he said the the word "goddamn" is as offensive as the N word? Oh, I can never move. I can never move to San Antonio now. Apparently not. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Man, what, apparently, is this guy "goddamn" pal would get me fucking crucified. Is is this guy like ninety five million years old or some shit like that? No, he's just the union president. He looks middle-aged. Can you can you imagine him trying to have a conversation with Tenor? His fucking head would explode. <laughs> if he thinks well, goddamn. No, Tenor's bad. more of a fuck. Yeah. Tenor's much more of a fucker when when speaking. Uh, now so with he's, me, his his yeah, his entire brain would explode by about my eighth goddamn in, you know, 3 minutes. Uh yeah, you're more of a goddamer. So it's the profanity, the actual uh, um, classical use of that word. Uh, he doesn't like you profounding, the profounding, profaning, or profounding uh, the God's name. He doesn't like you talking shit about God. It's something. Um, God damn. Oh, I just said it. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. But, well, you know, everyone's got something in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I mean, shit, hopefully, and he, he's, you said he's the president of the police union or something like that? Yep, the uh, police union president in San Antonio. Who the fuck's talking to the police union pre- president in San Antonio? I mean, at what point does he go, get to go to the press and say, oh, by the way, I think, yeah, did he just put out a general press statement or some shit like that? I mean, he, he's not the type of guy that's normally talking to the press or the public, is he? So he was, uh, God, what was he talking? Apparently he was giving a comment about some officer that got disciplined or fired for calling somebody in custody the N-word. And then he went off on his tangent about the goddamn goddamn. Mm. And then they asked him to clarify and him, and he responds about the N-word and goddamn being equal. For me, yes, it is. Why don't you go ask one of our pastors or anybody that there's that that's their faith? Goddamn, double that's. <laughs> Motherfuck, I said it again. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's hope that's not a requirement uh, for going to heaven because then you're really, really, really fucked. But then again, I believe the majority of the world is. I say goddamn it all the time. Uh, it's it's a relatively benign swear. It's one of the few swear words you can say in public. And, you know, or in, in a business setting, like, you know, if I accidentally say, God damn it at work, I'm not in trouble. If I say fucking motherfuck at work, I'm probably in trouble. Yeah, you might scare some of the old Jewish people. Yeah, exactly. You know, and have most of them have been damning God most of their life anyway. So they don't get any problem with that at all. 
Although, really, with with as old as people as you're dealing with, I think mm-hmm. probably the ultimate thing you could drop mm-hmm. is if you called somebody a cunt, because that <laughs> thing used to pack quite the wallop. Oh yeah, it still does quite you know all over the world except for fucking England and maybe Australia, uh, who who have made the word their own. They took it back, so, uh, so good for them. Uh, but yeah, here over in the United States, that's a really bad one. I would never consider calling my wife that. That them's fighting words. <laughs> my wife, my wife might take a swing at me if I if I called her that. Yeah, like mid eighties to like mid nineties, like you could clear a room with a well placed cunt. <laughs> uh, it's funny uh, uh, on that uh, other show that you're never going to watch that I told you to uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon. Uh, one of the episodes is about how one of the uh, main bad guys, Doctor Psycho. Uh, had to join Harley Quinn's crew because he called Wonder Woman a cunt. <laughs> so it, it had to do damage control. Like you try going on like the version of Oprah to explain why, you know, he's this, that, and the other and make reparations. And he accidentally called his wife a cunt again while he was on the Oprah. So he ended up joining Harley Quinn's crew to show that he wasn't a woman hater and yada, yada. Uh, so it still carries quite a bit of, uh, of wang, so to speak. Not as much as it used to though. Like back in the day, You'd be arguing with a woman and she could be going to town and then all you really needed to do is drop a shut up cunt and then the <laughs> conversation just stops and she storms off and you win <laughs> yeah. okay then maybe it has changed because now now that won't cause someone to storm off when you win now they'll they'll want to physically fight you so it, the flavor has changed a little bit i think so what's your feeling on fighting a woman at what point does it become okay to punch them in the face? Um, if they physically hit you or tr- or threaten you, uh, I threaten not by threaten you. I mean by threaten you with like uh, when I say threaten, I mean like they swing a bat at you. <laughs> That's but even if they miss at that point, it's okay to use physical violence on a woman, or like they come at you with a knife or they actually punch you in the face. But if they're like just trying to slap you or something like that, unless it's a big old woman and you're a little tiny man. You shouldn't have to hit a lady to take care of that. Although technically at that point, if she slaps you, I mean, all bets are off. You can't hit people, period. Uh, while I would hope that someone would restrain themselves and to, if they had an obvious physical advantage over the lady, uh, at that point, they don't have to. Yeah, I think my line is probably once it goes to a closed fist. Like once yeah. she hauls off and really punches you, at some point, then that woman needs to know that there are consequences in this world. It is just not okay to haul off and punch people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If she slaps you, I've been slapped by a chick before who thought it was funny. Um, and I and, and I looked to, to her boyfriend and I said, uh, Harry, um, can you handle this situation? And he was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. And, and he, and you know, at one point she thought she was going to do it and do it again. And he came over and physically restrained her. I was like, well, thank you, Harry. I, I appreciate that. I didn't want to have to deal with the, you know, that myself. It didn't really seem a good way out of that one. You know, it's in the middle of a fucking party. I can't haul off and uh, punch her in the face. Cause she slapped me. I can't even slap her back because half the people weren't paying attention half a second ago when she slapped me. Half these drunk assholes are just going to see me slap her and react to it without even knowing the, what the fuck's going on. So that's, you know, and, and I didn't feel like I could just like try to grab her and tie her up and shit because, you know, she was, for one thing, she was a hot chick in a skimpy outfit. So, so yeah, I didn't, I'm, I'm just glad her boyfriend was nearby and, and understood the situation. Well, that, and I mean, with it being you, there probably was about a 68% chance she would win. <laughs> no, no, dude, you know, even back then I was a tall skinny kid, but I probably, even at my, you know, I can't be under 170 without be basically dying. And this is like a 110 pound, 105, 110 pound chick, you know? Um, so there was no, she had no chance in the real world of fighting me, but in the, uh, you know, hot chick world, she was doing pretty well, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I I just we really need, especially nowadays, because of things like Homelander saying like, you can't hit a woman even if she's beating the shit out of you because you'll end up getting arrested. But like, there needs to be some sort of consequence for just hauling off and hitting somebody with the entire idea that they'll never fight back. Right, right, and. uh 
and I and I hate to say it, but this is one of the few occasions where like you know ghetto trailer park land uh, is ahead of us because that shit gets the, the women get hit all the fucking time in the ghetto and in the trailer park and places like that. I mean, you've seen a bazillion different videos on it, right? Well, yeah, but a lot of times that's even a little bit worse because they're getting you know kicked in the face for the natty ice being warm. Oh, not the videos I saw. Most of the ones I saw were justified. Like I, I assume you remember the famous, the famous bus driver one, right? Uh, which one was that? This is one where a, a bus driver is driving and, you know, and this chick comes up behind him and starts hitting him or something like that. I don't know. I think she, I think he missed her stop or wasn't, that wasn't where, so where this bus was supposed to stop or where she wanted to stop. So, you know, and she's in the back and while he's driving, she's smacking and hitting him in the back and punching him in the back of the head. So eventually he stops the, uh, stops the bus, gets up, you know, she takes two steps back, you know, and when he steps up and then comes back at him, back at him again. And he throws the most perfect fucking from the floor uppercut I've ever seen in my life and knocks her the fuck out. She falls down and he picks her up and throws her off the fucking bus. Yeah, it was just as fucking served. Good for him. I hope he didn't end up fired. Yeah, Richard Gere uh, is missing gerbil as he obviously seen that video. It's it's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I but, think I, I I think as you explained, I think I've probably seen that one. Right. There's right. so many it's, good bus driver videos. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right because uh, I I remember the one uh, basically the same situation, but it was like a teenage kid instead of a of a uh, a chick. Where it looks like it was in Mexico or something like that. I could be wrong. Where it's a side view of like just a kid. Uh, you know, I don't know. I can't remember the circumstances. Just punches him while while the guy's driving, and he slams on the brakes, grabs him, beats the fuck out of him, and throws him out of the bus. Uh, don't fuck with bus drivers. <laughs> Apparently, some of them are not ready for uh, you to play. Or just random people riding the bus, because who can ever forget the old motherfucker that just beat the shit out of that dude, and then the great, you know, saying of one of the people watching about calling the amber lamps. I think that was the dude that got that got fucking beat up that said they were calling the amber lamps. <laughs> uh, I thought it was somebody that was taping it was talking about the amber lamps. Maybe it was the guy that got beat up. Hell, I haven't yeah. watched that video in years, but god, god damn, it was great. Yeah, that thing's got to be at least 10 years old, if not more by this point. Uh, maybe even 15. Holy shit. Yeah, that was a yeah, pretty Vietnam good one. Vietnam Tom. <laughs> Vietnam Tom. Now, uh, the only problem with this is Vietnam Tom was only like six or seven years older than the other dude. <laughs> yeah, like Vietnam Tom was in his like mid-50s or something like that. And that, and the uh, guy he beat up was in his 40s. He just didn't look like he was in his 40s because black people age really well. <laughs> So it's not nearly as cool as it looks like on the surface. It looks like this really old man beating up this really young dude, but just the uh, old man looked older than he was, and the and the other dude was younger than he looked. Yeah, it, I think yeah, I think I remember hearing that there wasn't as much age disparity, but still, act like a douchebag, get knocked out, like that's yeah, karma. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's true. <laughs> so regardless of that. And those are some of the best videos you always see on the YouTubes. Um, we'll definitely try to uh, post some of these on the thread after the show's over, if we remember, which is unlikely. <laughs> um, but that's so one actually, of the things. That, like, one of the great things is, and I don't know how much, I think you said you're not on Reddit a ton. No, but there really. are a few, like, really good Reddits for these things. Um, there's a subreddit, I think, called Instant Karma. That one's generally just hilarious of people that absolutely deserve to get the shit kicked out of them. Get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> like right away. <laughs> like the one with the dude that was like beating this kid's wife or this kid's mom or something. And he was just being a douchebag and the kid just beat the shit out of him. God damn it. It was great. <laughs> I saw, I saw a pretty good one <clears throat> recently where this guy, uh, was fucking with this large black fella, you know, and he kept on, you know, talking shit with him and he's bobbing back and forth and trying to act like a badass, you know, doing like strut walks and, you know, lunge at him, then, then you know, then take it, then hop away, you know, trying to provoke this guy. And then this guy, and this guy just said, dude, I'm not one you want to play with, dude, or something like that, you know, uh, you know, don't play with me, man, just go the fuck away. And eventually the dude spit on him. And that changed big dude's attitude really fucking quick. You know, very quick. It went from dude, leave me alone. I, I'm not one. To, I don't want to play to who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> big guy was way quicker than this dude thought. Cause when, you know, cause when he, uh, 
when dude went did to one of went to do one of his little jukes in the big guy just basically lunged forward grabbed him grabbed him in a fucking standing guillotine and lifted him right off the fucking ground and and choked him up off with a quickness and then hung him there for a, a couple seconds for good measure before he dropped his unconscious ass on his face yeah those videos are fucking great yeah I like, like halfway well, makes me want to just go and just you know get in the worst situations just so somebody maybe tries to start some shit <laughs> and then maybe I'll be on one of the sides of that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could maybe if it, if it's a funny enough interaction, maybe you'll end up on Daniel Tosh too and Tosh Point oh. well, cause he's done a couple ones like that before, I believe. I think he's probably had Vietnam bus guy on before. Well, it comes right down is to he, it. That's been a good. That's still been a fun on show, TV. Dude. I think he is. I mean, he has an endless source of uh, material, really. So I like him. Is uh, he's a. Uh, I've always enjoyed the the Tosh Point oh show and the stand up I heard of him has always been pretty funny. Uh, he's very willing to uh, say shitty things and not be afraid of it. Uh, he, he said over and over again he uh, one of the, that he expects to lose his job at some point. One of these days he's going to say that one thing where people are like, oh no, no, you can't say that, <laughs> and then he'll be out of there. So and he's made several jokes about it. So and he's always been pretty edgy. So I there's a good chance that one day that might actually fucking happen. Yeah, I kind of figured that he probably would have said something too crazy by now and, and been canceled. Yeah. yeah everyone's no. getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to be careful. You're getting a little robotic again. So try not to be robotic. <laughs> um, like one of his favorite jokes is, you know, talking about, uh, women who get fake tits. He goes, he goes, yeah, yeah. You say you did it, uh, because, uh, you know, you wanted your shirts to fit better, but actually you did it because you're a whore. <laughs> but you forgot that you did it because you're a whore because you're stupid. <laughs> he goes, no, he goes, enjoy your free drinks. They're on me. I love big titties. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't realize that, I'm making that joke. Yeah. It, I, I think without having toss delivery, you're, you're going to kind of bomb on that one. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. He's some jokes, some jokes, you, uh, some stand up comedians do jokes that pretty much anyone can tell. And some ones just have certain cadence that you're never going to get right unless you're just like fucking as good as they are, basically. Um, one of my favorite uh, comics ever, Mitch Hedberg's like that. He, a lot of his the reason his jokes are funny is his delivery. You know, um, the actual jokes are only okay. You know, <clears throat> like he goes, uh, I love an escalator. Yeah, we don't need, a, we don't need an example. It I, only I, stands. No. Too late. I already Jay, said I, it. You can't stop me. It's, Jay, not, it's I, been, I it's been said. You- I will give you some credit here. Like I do at least one day hope that I am as funny as you think you are. <laughs> we all know I'm in, I'm in, I am hilarious. Not when I'm doing other people's jokes, just my inherent personality. I'm a pleasing person. I'm a people pleaser. People like me. Um, <laughs> you ever seen that Stuart Smarley bit? Small Stuart Smalley, I think it is, bit from, uh, that might even be the right name. There's a bit on Saturday Night Live where a guy looks in the mirror. He goes, I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. Yeah, I think we've all seen that, Jay. Yeah, okay. I just can't remember the dude's name. I oh, think you actually might be. Oh, great. Sir. No, I, I don't remember the name. I thought I had it. I don't. Lost it. <laughs> well, shit, that's, from the early, that's something from the early 80s. I'm kind of surprised that you remember it because it wasn't a, like a super popular bit back then either. There I don't it is. Know. Yeah, I think it carried it was, on for a while. Yeah, I yeah, remember I, seeing it. Yep, it was Al Franken too. Yeah. And yes, did you sure that's the Democrat dude that that got busted for? And it didn't even necessarily look like he was grabbing a boob. He was kind of hovering. But yes, he was the one that took the uh, kind of douchey pictures. Looked like on some like military base or whatever, and then got kicked out of uh, Congress. Right, right, right. And, uh, yeah, he wasn't actually grabbing her boob. But like, I think she was sleeping or something. Yeah. Um, but boy, there's, uh, probably a bad, bad mood for the bad move for the Democrats. Cause I imagine they were kind of wish he was back in Congress now, but, uh, you have to be true to your morals. If it's bad for Republicans to do that kind of shit, it's bad for Democrats too. Well, that's the stupid thing. Like that's that, that's one of the problems with somebody having a a career like comedian before going into politics. Like they've all done some fucked up shit. Like there's all the stories about like the, you know, about like the store in freaking LA and like 
there will be random comics with their nuts hanging out and shit like that. Like it's just not going to work with Congress. Oh, and it was Stuart Smalley. It turns out I was right for once. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, that's probably true. Um, there's, they just say things to be funny sometimes. And of course, uh, if you get into any kind of real scandal, like apparently is what's going on with all that shit over in the, uh, with that Chris Delias, Delilah guy that we talked about the other day. Now that's Delia? starting to spread a little bit. Delia, thank you. That would start to spread a little bit. Um, there's so, it's funny on the OG that there's a guy pushing that there's a conspiracy to take Rogan down by uh, investigating all of his uh, friends to try to try to get to him. Well, this is the stupid thing is, yes, someone could try to cancel Rogan because you have like 5,000 hours of audio on the guy that you could sift through and find something fucked up that he said. Right. They're with, they're already trying. They're like, Oh, he said, he said, uh, masks are for bitches. So let's cancel them. Well, that's just his opinion. He doesn't like masks, whatever, dude, that's a stupid opinion, but he's entitled to it. He, if everybody who had a stupid opinion had to lose their job, nobody would work. Yeah. That people have gone way too far with that shit. Like it's one thing for someone that said like a bunch of like super racist or like super ridiculous shit versus someone that just makes like an offhand comment or is making a joke. Like it, there's a big difference there. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. And even if he wasn't joking, if he was 100% serious, he thought people that you wore masks were bitches. So fucking what? You can't fire somebody for that. You should you should be ashamed of yourself for trying. Um, and the conspiracy guys, of course, think that's not what it is. They are they're He said they're trying to bring Rogan down because, you know, he's a free voice and he has all this follow people following him and listening to him. So he's a threat to this person or, you know, this political party or that political party or this shadow organization or what fucking ever. And a little bit of that's true. He does have a, uh, a very large audience uh, that uh, the vast majority of them believe pretty much everything he tells them. So yeah, he does have a, uh, a lot of power in that regard. Uh, do you, do I think he's going to use it for anything? No, not really. He's probably gonna use it to sell fleshlights and fucking on it. But, but, but the, the conspiracy thing, people think that he needs to, they, he needs to be controlled supposedly. That's so stupid. There's always going to be people that have that kind of power because like people just decide that's the person I want to listen to. Mm -hmm. So yes, if Rogan decided, Hey, I'm going to actually endorse like a politician or I'm going to back this certain product or whatever. Yeah. It's going to have a material impact. Same thing as, you know, five, 10 years ago, if Howard Stern did the same. Right, right, right. Or, yeah, or, or especially, yeah, right, once he had hit serious and we was nationwide fucking, um, he had quite a bit of political power, I'd imagine. And here's the thing. Uh, if they are afraid of Rogan, the reason is because he can't be, he's not controlled by any of the major media outlets like everyone before this point has been. Um, yeah, you can't fire him. Like, that's the right. thing. You can't, you can't really cancel Rogan. Yeah, you could possibly try to get Spotify to go back on the licensing deal they did. But like past that, Rogan runs his shit. How are you gonna get him fired? And you can't force him off of every platform. If nothing else, he's too valuable. There is going to be a platform out there that says, Okay, yeah, we'll keep him. You know, um, and that's all all you need that's all you need, the one platform to get you out on the internet. And the, his people will follow follow to wherever that is. You know, if 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 he's forced to re to uh, fucking you know release thirty second clips of all of his shows on Twitter, so so it's like fifty thousand clips for each show. Fucking his people will still watch it that way if that's how, what they have to do. Obviously, I'll never reach that point, but that's why the conspiracy people think he, he the that the government and such are afraid of him because unlike all these other people that have had this kind of power, like Howard Stern, there's no way to control him by media or any other traditional ways. Well, yeah, he not, cracked the fucking code. He really yeah. did. Like, yeah, he not, is the one guy with fuck you money that you really just can't really touch. Yes, you could try to cancel him and try to, like, slow down him being able to do stand-up and shit like that, but, like, this guy's always going to have an outlet. Just deal yeah, with it. Ex yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, which is interesting because, as we talked about before, 
Um, no one else has had that unique position. Uh, and honestly, I don't think he's going to do fucking anything with it. He's not that type of person. He, he really is only interested in with talking with, uh, interesting people on a show and, you know, watching MMA and, you know, shooting the shit with his comedy friends. Uh, he doesn't really have any kind of political motivations or anything like that. Uh, it'd be interesting if he did though, that would make a completely different story. Like if Joe Rogan wanted to run for president one day or some shit like that. He was trying to get Jocko to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Jocko. And who did he want as his, uh, uh, it was Jocko and somebody else who was the, Jocko uh, and the rock. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the rock. So not so much. Uh, oh, he's one of those people that has a lot of, uh, followers. So obviously he's got a large voice. Uh, I just, I'm just, I have no familiarity with his politics or anything like that. So I don't know if he'd be a good choice or not. He'd be a popular choice. Jocko, on the other hand, I firmly endorse for whatever he wants to be, dude. Fucking, if he wants to be president, I, he's got my vote, dude. Well, I think that's kind of what the conversation was is like, hey, run the rock as the presidential candidate, throw Jocko in there as vice president. So the overwhelming popularity can get him in and then just basically seed all the real decisions to Jocko. Oh, or even better, after they get into office, Jocko will secretly kill the rock and take over his position. Yeah, I don't think that, that's going to happen. That's a fucking genius right there. There we go. Then we get the president we really want. Uh, the rock will carry Jocko into office into his, with his giant brawny arms and <laughs> And once they're in office, Jocko will fucking snap his neck. Perfect. I've solved the political problems. Well, let's move on. Fair enough. What else you got, Jay? We got about eight got, minutes left here. I don't got a goddamn thing, really. Let me look through uh, Yahoo News, which is the source for all news. Uh, if you guys well, are on Yahoo well, before News, before you even I get there, how are you are. actually feeling today? Like, oh, much did you get some good meals in? Did you get a good I, workout in? No, I. I'll be honest, dude, I skipped my workout this morning. I had so much shit going on, and I didn't want to um, fuck it up. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to skip. A, I, I won't have a work rest day on Wednesday. Uh, it was such a hectic day, and I was and I had to get started so early in the morning, and then I ended up sleeping in by accident. So <laughs> so that that's my, that's my fault. Uh, other than that, everything's good. Uh, no stomach problems today. I feel pretty good. Uh, no bathroom issues or anything like that. It's a good day, uh, other than the fact that I spent the entire day doing like medical stuff. So but it is what it is. God damn, Jay. I work out twice today. You don't even work out once. What the fuck? I know, dude. I feel guilty about it. I just, like I said, I slept in later than I meant to. And then I didn't have any choice because I had places I had to fucking be and shit. So. Although I guess if nothing else, this is getting rid of my COVID fat. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're yeah a few weeks away oh. from being back to where I should be. Since Thursday, I lost about seven pounds. Oh, dude, that's good. A pretty good trajectory. Yeah, yeah. For the fact I gained, like, I finally actually weighed myself. I had weighed, I had uh, gained like 35 pounds since the beginning of this COVID lockdown shit. Just from oh eating terribly. Oh my. So I, was, yeah, so I, I was tipping, I was tipping the goddamn scales at 335. Oh, geez. 328. And within like two weeks, I'll be back to like 310. A couple weeks, I'll be back down to like my normal weight of, I usually say like give or take 10 pounds around 300. Is generally where right. I am when I'm strong. Right. That's why I tell people that I weigh 185, even though any given day I may weigh like 182 to 187 because it varies, you know, depending on how well I ate and all that good stuff and what my body's retaining and how much water I've had and all that good stuff. In Homelander, I've already had my rude awakening. My spine is broken. I already take, you know, five, 10 minutes to get out of bed. Like at some point I will just switch over to like not lifting super heavy and doing more cardio and dropping 50, 60 pounds pretty easy. But for now, I like to be able to lift heavy shit. I'd rather keep as much muscle on my body as possible. Yeah. And that's, that's how I feel about it. People are like, Oh, you look fine. I'm like, first off, no, I don't fucking look fine. Uh, second off, I like being strong. I like being, being feeling like I'm not, I'm not a weakling. Uh, I mean, I've never gotten super strong, but one of my happiest moments in my life was when I realized I was stronger than my buddy Ulysses. Uh, he's just a normal dude, 5'10", like 180 or something like that. Um, so, But he, I've known the dude my entire life, and he's always been stronger than me because I've always been a skinny little bitch. Uh, so, you know, uh, in, in any athletic contest we've ever had, he's bested me in it. Uh, every single fucking one. Uh, so, 
uh, a few, a couple few years ago when he was still living with me and, you know, uh, I've been working out for a fucking while and, and I convinced him to try it. Cause he's like, Oh, I complained about these various wo- physical woes he had. I'm like, Oh, work out with me. He was, both of us were rather surprised to find out I was substantially stronger than him. And it, I took great fucking pride in that. It made me really happy to know that I'd finally surpassed my uh, friend after all these years. Yeah. See, it, it, and the way I'm looking at it, right. Is so I'm what 36 right now. I'm only a couple years away from TRT. So I may as well try to stay as strong as possible now, knowing I get a little reprieve in a couple years. And then I have probably another roughly decade before I really start dying. So then I can then I can cut back on you know being a, a full on Neanderthal. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I've always been interested in like TRT and those other th- methods and you know human growth hormones. But from everything I've read, they're a horrible idea for anyone who's had cancer. Uh, you know, just studies about how you know it can make other cancers grow or make your cancer come back or all that good shit. So, despite the fact that I would really, really like to be like fucking three hundred pounds and all beefy and stuff, I don't think I should probably fuck with that shit. That's the thing, though. You should probably at least talk to a doctor about it mm-hmm. because, oh. like, the benefits of testosterone. Like, especially as you stop producing it naturally. Like, that's the way to, like, actually stay young. It's the closest thing to a fountain of youth we have. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, oh, excuse me. Uh, unfortunately, my uh, general practitioner do- doctor doesn't think much of it because I've mentioned it to him once or twice. He goes, no, you're fine. You don't, <laughs> he goes, uh, you don't show, show any of the signs of having low testosterone or anything like that. Like, oh, so actually oh, well. go to a specialist, Jay. Like you, general practitioners are just that. They're fucking general. They know a little about a lot. I'd rather know the person that knows a lot about my specific question. Right, right. I, it's just I've always wondered about, you know, uh insurance and things like that cuz I assume they're not going to cover shit like that. Um A lot of them yeah. will. Like a lot of them like look into your insurance these days. Like a lot of them do support like hormone replacement like it's it's something that is a thing as you get older and a lot of like especially like employer bought healthcare like it's important to your company that you are still like healthy and productive and getting your hormones right i mean that's kind of a big part of that yeah it's gotten to the point that it's a very a very accepted you know a, a really accepted treatment so I don't think you're going to run into the issues like I had to fucking fight with the insurance company to get stem cells in my back because it's not like a, a long proven thing here in the U.S. yet. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, so I guess I'll look into it because who doesn't want to be bigger and stronger, really? I mean, unless you come well, yeah, some kind so of the, weirdo. The one thing that you will want to do is if you do talk to a specialist about it and they decide that you should be on testosterone, the one thing that you probably will want to look into with your insurance company is a lot of times they'll want to start you on like the uh, uh, shit that like you roll on under your arms, like Andro and shit like that. That stuff does not work nearly as well as like injections. So always like, if you're going to go down this path, go for injections. Okay. If they give me an option, just be like, well, no. So if they give you the roll on like stuff like that, you got to tell them things like, Hey, I have dogs. I, you know, like, there's a chance that they'll end up licking where that shit is. Like that could be bad for them and all of that other, basically anything you can come up with to be like, yeah, just give me the goddamn injection. (laughs) I will do so, sir. Good advice to have. And yeah, I'll actually, we'll look into it into that. Well, look at the time. Uh, it's about time for us to get out of here. That's what time it is. (laughs) I want to thank the OG army for showing up. Can't do a show without you. Want to, Thank my co-host, Big Dalton. He's always a fountain of advice for me. I'm better off for knowing him. Uh, you got anything, Dalton? Yeah, I got two things. Uh, number one, God damn it, Jace. You gotta just not skip workouts. Now Sorry. you're gonna have no rest day, and then you're gonna complain that you feel like shit after, and we're gonna get to the end of the week, and you're gonna be like, oh, the goddamn workout just kicked my ass. <laughs> Stick to the program. Sorry, won't happen again. 
goddamn having to come on here after working out twice in one goddamn day and big brother you what the hell <laughs> sorry boss what else you got I mean, actually i have two other things uh second of all this one goes straight out to san antonio so if any you know police union presidents are listening goddamn 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 <laughs> and finally as endearingly as i can say this to every last one of you that is listening now or in the future fuck all y'all <laughs> we'll see everybody tomorrow at six you guys have a good night bye-bye Hey!